Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. So Scott, in the book, there's a quote that says you cannot have potential without curiosity. What do you mean by that? Well, I'm glad you directed that at me. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't have to answer. I'm just going to sit back and let Scott like totally and completely take over this. You can bask in my brilliance. Yeah. 20 minutes of basking and what it really means I have. I'm like listening to something else and multitasking as I am listening to Scott. Oh, so you're 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 playing me. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, all right, yes. Well, so it, great question. When when we look at this, what when what we originally were talking about is the the nine box model that talks about um, performance and potential. So it's it's a it's a model that organizations use to look at future potential for um, kind of the next generation of leaders in succession planning. And when we look at that, we say, okay, yeah, you have that potential and and we're, we're speculating based on past performance, does that person or could that person move up? But how can you like measure potential? I mean, that's the question that all of our customers ask us when we yeah. look at using this nine box model, like, well, you know, you're speculating. You heard Scott use that word speculation. We're speculating on whether or not they have potential. Like what, what criteria do you use for potential? Yeah. Okay. And so you're judging this past performance. And what we really realized was potential. The really root behind that is, is that person curious? Are they asking what if? Are they experimenting? Are they trying new things? Underneath, that is what's going to drive growth. So think about this. An individual who literally, um, they go to a restaurant, they find a meal that they like, and they go to that restaurant and order that same meal over and over and over and over again. They're not curious about what else might be good on the menu. They're like, I'm going to go with the safe choice, right? That spot that says, ah, you know, this is kind of conservative. I, you know, I don't want to pay 15 bucks for a meal I don't like. All right. Think about the, the family that goes to the same vacation spot year after year after year after year. They have so much fun. They do the same things. They really, really enjoy it, okay? But in both of those spots, they're not leveling up, okay? They actually are saying, hey, I want to go with tried and true. And the problem with tried and true is we're not going to push the envelope. We're not going to, like, shatter the status quo. We're not going to become more. We are going to be really happy and satisfied in the spot. 
And it's okay. Someone wants to be happy and satisfied in that spot. But it also means there's a really good chance that they're not continuing to grow, to move forward, to say that question that Scott said, what what else? And, And so it is this piece that actually there is a way to figure out potential. It's are you hungry? Are you willing to risk things? Are you willing to literally go, I don't know if this is going to work, but I can see and we'll find out and we'll learn from it. Or are you in a place where you go, hmm, I know if we do this, it will work and it will be fine. All right. There is an element of when you look at curiosity, it's this. It's funny because we're now we're, we've used logically probably six or eight times this week with different clients. Yep, but yep. do you make assumptions? Do you say, "Oh, this is what this is what happened before, and this was the cause and effect"? Therefore, it's always the cause and effect. Or are you saying, "Huh, that's weird. That's different. That's not exactly the same." Is that still the same cause and effect? So a big part of this is in this place is, are you questioning? Okay. So potential and curiousness, right? This spot, someone who is super curious is questioning. Someone who is super curious doesn't necessarily go with the first answer. They sometimes also say, and what else? So it's not as black and white as here is the old answer. It's also what else could be? Is there a new And they're not looking. And I would, I would even add that they're not looking for answers. The first thing they're doing is they're looking for options and alternatives. Yes. And then they're saying, what is the best answer based on those options and alternatives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm always saying one plus one is two. Okay, well, yeah, that's math. And yeah, one plus one is two. Seldom is life and business and leadership one plus one equals two. It is this, oh, if I do that, this could happen. Oh, or that could happen. Or I could do this and maybe this and that could happen. And what's interesting about that is that that truly comes from this thing that actually happens in front of that. It's like, do you ask really good questions? Do you ask questions at all, right? Because so many people are looking for the right answer. And I would tell you that curiousness actually comes from asking phenomenal questions that leads us to expand thinking. And and do you want to be known for having good answers? Or is there strength in being great at asking phenomenal questions? not just of others, but of yourself, because that spot of that curiousness and, and following things through and, and, and growing and leveling up and all of that spot really almost always begins with great questions instead of just accepting standard answers. And we see this in classrooms all the time. Scott, how many times do people say, uh, the answer to whatever your question is, is communication. Well, oh. we can all nod our head and go, you're right. Communication is a major issue in this organization. But think about that. 
communication, that is one big, huge, massive word. What do you mean by communication? What kind of communication? Oh, written communication? All right, so how could we do written communication? Oh, people need more communication? Well, what are you talking about? Do they really need more information? Do they need more targeted information? Do they need specific information for them that's different from everybody else? All of these are all around communication, but too many people just say communication and we don't ask those next questions that deepen the conversation and the learning and the options and alternatives. And it really is, you know, when you say communication, can you define what it is? So what does good look like? And why? And it really is when you, that curiousness is about saying, why, what else, what could it be? And having the courage to not accept pat answers, right? And this happens in interviews all the time. So there's interview questions that people put together and in their head, there's a right answer. Okay. So they ask the interview question, the candidate comes up with the right answer, the one that they think is right. And of course, they probably looked it up on the internet. Okay. And in that scat, the interviewer is like, yes, they're the right person. Well, we don't know anything about this person other than they gave us the pat right answer for this question that is really typical in an interview. That's why I really don't think interview questions should just be, here it is. It's the first question that their answer leads to the deeper question, the question that forces them to go a little deeper. And that answer leads to a third question that forces that thought pattern to be taken even deeper. And it's you can't like say, here's question one, two, three, because you know what the answers are going to be. You have to listen. And in that curiousness, listen and say, what? I need to understand that more. Keep talking. Right. And you ask that next question that takes you to the next place. And I do think that's that sticking with something, not just taking one right answer and continuing to push it down and push it down and push it down and push it down. That's someone that shows curiousness. And, and that it, also shows potential for thinking. And it really is ALF, A L F. Which means I'm going to ask a question, I'm going to ask a really good question. I'm going to listen and I'm really going to listen and listen to understand. And then I'm going to formulate the next formulate questions or options and alternatives. Cause depending on the information that I got and the data I got from listening, that will aid me in formulating what is my next step, which could be more questions. Mm -hmm. So then I go back to ask. I love the elf model. First of all, because it brings up that cute little image of that character. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, he likes cats. I mean, it's spectacular. It is, well, other than I don't like what he does with cats, but that's a whole other story. But in that spot, right, Elf, it's a great model, right? Ask, listen, formulate. Ask, listen, formulate. And someone who's willing to do that actually has more potential than someone who is not willing to do that right? Because that's where the growth happens in that curiousness. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box 
and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.